You're listening to Trinity Fremont's Sermon Podcast, where you can hear God's Word preached each and every week. Our purpose at Trinity is to raise up Christ's followers in our families and in our communities. We pray that as you listen to this week's sermon, you'll be encouraged and equipped to live out your faith in all that you do. Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father and our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. I know a young couple from York, Nebraska. Their names are Jordan and Whitney Rathke. They're both 34 years old now. Seems young to me. Jordan is my nephew. He's vice president of Midwest Bank in charge of loans in York. And his wife, Whitney, she's a physical therapist And uh, she does her work in Henderson, Nebraska. She got a little drive every day. They were married in November of 2017. And since they were a little older when they got married, they were ready to start a family right away. But it didn't happen. Jordan and Whitney, after two years, decided to Seek some medical advice. So in March of 2020, that's what they did. They went to a fertility specialist in Omaha. Artificial insemination was the first option. Unfortunately, it was unsuccessful. So they tried again. Again, it was unsuccessful. Lots and lots, lots and lots of painful shots. Lots and lots of blood draws. Lots and lots of trips to Omaha and back. The first in vitro fertilization attempt, IVF, was attempted in September of 2020. This technique also failed the first time. After taking a mental and physical break, a second attempt, a second attempt of using IVF was attempted, and the process started in March of 2021. It ended in September with doctors telling Jordan and Whitney that once again, the process was not successful. So it was round three. Round three began with high hopes. It was October of 2021, but it ended with another phone call from their doctor in late November that no embryos had successfully implanted. Round four. Round four occurred soon after on December 17th. On December 27th, the doctor called to tell Jordan and Whitney they were pregnant. However, the good news didn't last very long. Two days later, another blood draw and more sad news. Whitney would miscarry this pregnancy. This occurrence was very unlikely. Only 5% of pregnancies 
from IVFs result in miscarriages? Tay had so many questions with no answers. Was it time to quit? Had they lost hope? In March of 2022, they decided one more try. Once again, blood work was encouraging. An embryo had implanted successfully. And on May 6th, they had their first ultrasound. Here it is. Do you see it in the middle of all of those vials and all of those shots? That's only a third of the vials and shots that Whitney endured during this process. These, I'm happy, I'm happy to tell you this morning that this pregnancy went very well. After 400 fertility shots, which are very painful, countless blood draws, and over 15,000 miles traveling from York to Omaha, finally, a successful pregnancy. And on December 16, 2022, a healthy baby girl was born, Tegan Renee Rathke. Here she is. She just recently turned one. Here she is on her first birthday. I'm trying to gather myself a little bit here. She's the sweetest little girl. Hardly ever fusses. She's smart as a whip. And she's really easygoing, just like both of her parents. Here's the happy family. Pure joy, right? You see, Tegan is a miracle baby. What a wonderful story, right? Makes your heart melt. Well, this morning, I would like to share with you a few other miracle births. The first one we're going to talk about is a birth to Abraham and Sarah. They got everything started, don't you know? In Genesis 18, the Lord himself and two angels visited Abraham. This is long after God had given his covenant to Abraham, a covenant where God would bless Abraham with three promises. Let's see how sharp you are this morning. What were the three promises? Shout them out. Uh oh. <laughs> Descendants and offspring, right? As, as many as the stars in the sky, as, as many as there are grains of sand in the sea. Land, land to, to make a great nation. Blessing. He would be a blessing. Through his generation, through generation after generation, through Abraham's bloodline, he would be a blessing 
just to the Israelites, to all people, to all people. So outside of Abraham's tent, the three visitors, they greet Abraham. Genesis 18, verse 10. This is 20 years after the promise. 20 years. The Lord said, I will surely return to you about this time next year, and Sarah, your wife, will have a son. And Sarah was listening at the tent door behind him. Who remembers what Sarah's reaction was? Ha, 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 give me a break. I'm old. She laughed. You see, Sarah was 90 years old. Who remembers how old Abraham was? 100. I would have laughed too. But this is serious business. It's nothing to laugh at. God's covenant to Abraham is on the line. You see, as Pastor Dan reminded me the last time that I visited him, just a little more than a year ago, the last thing that Pastor Dan told me was God keeps his promises. God keeps his promises. And keep his promise he did to Abraham. A year later, Sarah wasn't laughing anymore. She was having a baby. A baby boy. And what was his name? Isaac. Isaac. You see, Isaac was a miracle baby. God keeps his promises. Now we fast forward 1,600 years, 400 years before Jesus is born, and there's a prophet, the last prophet of the Old Testament. What's his name? Begins with M. Not Micah. Malachi. Ding, ding, ding. I don't have a piece of candy to throw at you like I do on Wednesdays at Bible class. The last prophet of the Old Testament, and he has a warning. He has a warning for the descendants of Abraham, the descendants of Isaac. He warns them if they don't become more faithful, quit their sinning, get rid of their idols, he'll just leave them and be quiet. They'll be on their own. Well, God finally has had enough. They don't listen. God has, had, has held up his end of the covenant of his promise, his promise with Abraham, and then his promise with Moses, and then his promise with David. But to no avail. They continue to sin willfully. Sin is totally out of control. And they continue to worship false idols. And God has had enough. No more communications. God goes silent. Crickets for 400 years. Crickets. But you see, God still has a promise to keep, don't you know? So how is this all going to work out? Once again, a miracle birth is needed to keep the promise of salvation going forward. Zechariah. Zechariah was a priest, and he's from the line of Aaron, and he had a wife, and her name was 
Elizabeth. And Zechariah and Elizabeth were righteous before the Lord. There was only one thing they were missing. No kids. No son to keep their lineage going. But they were also very old. Way beyond childbearing years. One day, faithful Zechariah is chosen. Chosen to burn incense in the new temple that was established. And while in the temple, by the altar of incense, he gets a visitor. Just like Abraham, he got a visitor. It was the angel Gabriel. What was Zechariah's reaction? Who remembers? He was afraid. Wouldn't you be afraid? If out of the blue an angel of the Lord is standing in your presence? Zechariah was afraid. Listen to the part of what the angel tells Zechariah. Luke 1.13 But the angel said to him, do not be afraid, Zechariah, for your prayers have been, have been heard and your wife Elizabeth will bear a son and you shall call his name John. Here we go again, right? This is going to take another miracle. Zechariah isn't so sure about all of this. He understands how old they are. Here is his reaction in verse 18, followed up by the angel Gabriel's response. And Zechariah said to the angel, How shall I know this? For I am an old man, and my wife is also advanced in years. And the angel Gabriel answered him, I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God. And I was sent to speak to you and to bring you this good news. And behold, you will be silent and unable to speak until the day that these things take place, because you did not believe my words, which were fulfilled in their time. Well, well, well. Zechariah questions the power and might of God himself. And he ended up not being able to speak until this little baby that was promised to him was born, John, who would grow up to be the first prophet in 400 years. Gabriel basically tells him, okay, buddy, old pal, until your son is born, you can just be quiet. No more speaking for you and to have fun with that. But as we know, Elizabeth does conceive. And she does have a son in spite of her husband's unbelief. And his name was John. John, who would grow up to be the first prophet since the Lord had been quiet for 400 years. John is a miracle baby. God keeps his promises. Well, anyone want to guess what miracle birth we're going to talk about next? Of course, it's Mary and Jesus. 
And what a visit it was from Gabriel to Mary. Let's pick it up in, verses 20, in verse 26. In the sixth month, the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph. He was of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, Greetings, O favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at the saying and tried to discern what sort of greeting this might be. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. And Mary said to the angel, Well, how will this be, since I'm a virgin? And the angel answered her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, your relative Elizabeth in her old age has also conceived a son, and this is his sixth month with her who was also called barren, for nothing will be impossible with God. And Mary said, Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. What a reaction from Mary. A little bit different reaction than Sarah. A little bit different reaction than Zechariah. She was not afraid. She was only troubled, a little confused. She asked Gabriel if, I'm a, Gabriel, if I'm a virgin, how am I going to get pregnant? After Gabriel explains how her pregnancy will come about, she's all in. Did you catch what she said before, Ab before Gabriel departed? Mary's faith comes shining through. She said, Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. What a faith Mary had. Jesus is a miracle baby. God keeps his promises, my friends. Now, God doesn't promise life will be easy. God doesn't promise prosperity and wealth. God doesn't promise health. He doesn't promise anything of this world. But he does promise. And what he promises is that he will never leave us or forsake us. 
He promises to save you from your sin, from death, and from the devil. You see, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son that whoever believes in him will never perish. Never perish. But have eternal life with him. Now that's a promise. You see, Jesus grew up to suffer and die for baby Tegan. Jesus grew up to suffer and die for baby Isaac. Jesus grew up to suffer and die for baby John. Jesus grew up to suffer and die for you. He grew up to suffer and die for me. But there's more. There's one more promise, don't you know? Jesus will come again the last day. His second coming, his second advent. And he will make all things new. And we will then walk forever in newness of life. That's a promise. And our God is a promise keeper. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now may the peace that passes all understanding guard your hearts, guard your minds, through faith in this amazing little baby boy who we will be celebrating tonight and tomorrow, who grows up to be the Savior of the world. Amen.